0: hey this is h1 and we're about to be running it back with another episode going over chess visualization the training part yes sir we're doing another training and I just want y'all to get ready because this one is going to be harder than the rest of them so if you're not ready for this hard chess visualization training then please review the other two that I have done those are way more simpler and then once you're ready, Come back to this one, because this one is even harder than the other one. So I just need you to sit back, relax, and I will go over the rules again, like I always do. And then once I go over the rules, it's just going to all be set. It's going to be set in motion, slow motion. (laughs) Ah man. So H1Chess is my Instagram. Chess Knowledge with H1 is my YouTube channel. My Facebook is chest knowledge with H1. And then I'm going to hit you with that sponsor right quick. And then after that, we're going to get into it. Is that good? Is that good with you? I hope it's good with you because I am ready to start this episode. Let's get to it. <laughs> ha! Ah! Hey, this is h one and I'm back, and we're going to be talking about what you should know before you do these exercises. First of all, one of the first requirements is knowing how the chess pieces move. If you don't know how the chess pieces move, learn that first and then come back. Second of all, know the board. Know the files, ranks, and square names. If you don't know those, then you don't know what chess notation is. And if you don't know what chess notation is, then it's going to be hard for you to follow what I am saying, if you feel me. Because I want you to be lit and not a dent. Now, you can do this with a chessboard or without a chessboard. So, this is my recommendation for that. For beginners, you can do this with the chessboard. If you're just now learning how to play chess. For intermediate players, you should focus on doing this with just your mind. So, basically closing your eyes and looking away from the chessboard. Uh, Advanced players... You should focus on sharpening your visualization skills with a lot more accuracy. So, you know what you should be doing? Not having a chessboard at all. Probably just sitting at a table, visualizing everything that I'm saying right now. Okay? You don't need the chessboard. You do not need the chessboard. Don't get the chessboard. And just remember, I will be throwing some curveballs for all of you. You can either get them or don't get them. Now I will say this again and this is very crucial. If you have to do it, you will gain no results. So no cheating and please just focus. Don't give up. Just try again if you don't get it the first time. And if you don't get it the second time, try again the third time and if you don't get it the third time, try again the fourth time. Please just keep on doing it again. If you keep on Doing it again, never giving up, then you're doing probably better than 99% of the people that's playing chess. So keep your head up like your nose is bleeding. That's something that my brother always used to tell me, and it applies to pretty much everything. Be confident in what you can do, and since you're listening, to this episode. If you're listening and just found this podcast, then I know that you could be the best chess player in the whole entire world. I want somebody to be listening to this episode and then realize that they can become the next Magnus Carlsen. If you don't realize that, then I'm not teaching you the right way. Okay, let's get to the next segment. Let's do it. All right, all right, all right, so it's about time to get down to business, and the first exercise is the chest visualization training of piece movement, and I used to go through this a lot, and you should remember it from the last two parts, so here's the deal, you're going to wipe away all the pieces from the chessboard. There should be a blank chessboard in front of you, you can either do it on a chessboard, which is for beginners, or do it all in your mind, which should be for intermediate and advanced players. And as you do this in your mind, I want you just to visualize the clear board. Visualize the clear board and just visualize that there is this one night on A1. And the goal of that one night is to get to HA. So here's the thing. I don't want to start you off with just a, a tough puzzle. So there's no little fire on the, on the ranks. We're not going to do that right now on the first one. We're just going to get to it first like we normally do. So are you ready? Are you ready for this? I hope that you are ready because I am clearly ready. Let's get to it. First of all, knight on a1 goes to knight c2. Knight c2 goes to knight d4. Knight on d4 goes to knight f3. Knight on f3 goes to knight g5. Knight g5 The knight that is on G5 go to knight F7. The knight on F7 goes to knight H8. If you got that, then congratulations. If you've seen those movements and if you've seen that there is no mistake in it, then congratulations, you got it. Because the knight did do all correct movements and it's on H8. Now, let's get into the real problem. The real problem. <laughs> the real problem are the electricity on these ranks that I set up. And there's going to be electricity on the second rank and on the fifth rank. Wait a minute, H1, you never did electricity on two ranks. Well, I just did it, and now the knight cannot go on those ranks. So, your knight is still on A1, and you're trying to get to H8, but your knight cannot land on the second rank or the fifth rank. So, follow my movements in your head. And we're going to walk that knight to H-A. Let's get started. Knight to A-1. I mean, oh man. Knight on A-1 to B-3. Knight on B-3 to D-4. Knight on D-4 to C-6. Knight on C6 to E7. Knight on E7 to G6. Knight on G6 to G8. Is that correct? No, no, no. Which move did I get wrong? It seemed like the knight should have ended up on H8 well the last one was incorrect the knight on G6 cannot go to G8 but that knight can go to H8 which is the final destination so if you got that correctly then good job H1 is proud of you clap it up for yourself if you got it right If you didn't, then repeat, and then you'll get that clap again from H1. Repeat. Repeat it, bro. (laughs) Okay. Let's do it again, but we're going to go a different direction. Let's get started. Knight on A1 to B3. Knight on B3 to D4. Knight on D4 to E6. Knight on E6 to G5. Wait a minute, something is burning me. Something something doesn't feel right. I'm being electrocuted because you just landed on the fifth rank, that's what happened. You can't go on the fifth rank. You need to hurry up and go back before... uh, uh, ah. Okay. So, you just wasted your life there if you didn't catch that mistake. Because, if you remember, there is electricity on the fifth rank and the second rank. So, let's put that baby, let's put that knight back on E6 and figure out a way to get to the H8 square Instead of going to g5 knight on e6 goes to f4 knight on e6 goes to knight f4 knight f4 goes to knight g6 the knight on g6 goes to knight h8 We made it we made it to the final destination just like on Super Smash Brothers we made it and so now it's time for a little curveball. What is the curveball? What is the last little puzzle I will give you on this exercise? Well here's the thing instead of the night being on A1, instead of the night starting on A1, Let's not put it on A1. Let's put the knight on H1. Can you get your knight on H1 to H8? Stay with me. Visualize this. Let's do this together. Knight on H8 goes to knight to G3. Knight on G3 goes to... Knight E four Knight on E four goes to Knight D six The Knight on D six goes to Knight F seven The Knight on F seven goes to Knight H eight Wow We did that easily That was a little curveball. I'll make it harder. I'll make it harder next time. But I think if you get this part, it's going to increase your visualization sky high up into, I don't know, Dogecoin being a dollar one day. Not financial advice. Um, You know, this is just a guy that speaks about Dogecoin randomly in a closet. But anyway... That's pretty much it for this exercise. And stay here for another segment. Hello, it's H1, and it's time to get down to business. So I just want to get to this We are going to get into the second exercise chest visualization training of remembering piece placement. Did you get that? Did you get that? Chest visualization training of remembering piece placement, just like we did it the last time. So let's continue this. We're going to start it off with an easy one, then we're going to get a little bit harder with a lot more pieces. So let's continue. Follow my voice. The board is clear. There's nothing on the board right now. Just follow where I put the pieces. The black king is on D3. The white king is on D5. The black rook is on H6. The Black Rook is on F one. That's it. So, a few questions. Can the Black King go to D four? Can the Black King go to D four? No, it cannot. It cannot go to D4. Why can't it go to D4? Well, if you remember, the white king is on D5. So, the white king is blocking the black king from going to the square D4. And the white king is blocking the black king from going to the square C4 and E4 so now that you got that black has checkmate in one move black has checkmate in one move what is the checkmate? A is it rook h5 B is it Rook A1? Or C, is it Rook F5? I will give you some time to think about it. Okay, your time is up. If you still want to think about it, then please pause the audio. But the answer is C, Rook F5. Because That is checkmate. The king cannot go to d6 because the rook is on h6, blocking that. So, the king cannot go anywhere because it's being blocked by the king, and it is being attacked by the rook on f5. So, that is definitely checkmate. Okay, let's do another puzzle. Okay. So, let's get into this. What is going to happen here? This is a little bit more complicated than the last puzzles that we've done. But, I think that you can get into it long enough to to know what you're doing. Okay. Let's go. The white... Queen is on D four. The white rook is on H one. The white king is on C four. The black pawn is on C six. The black pawn is on B six The Black King is on B seven The Black Queen is on D seven The Black Rook is on E eight A few questions. Can the black queen trade with white's queen? Can the black queen trade with white's queen? Yes, the black queen can trade with white's queen. The queen is on D7. The black queen is on d7. The white queen is on d4. So you can trade if it was black's turn. Another question Can white move their king to c3? Can white move their queen? To C3. Yes, they can move their queen to C3. There is nothing stopping the white king from moving to C3. Who is up in material? Is black up in material? Or is white up in material? And if you do know who's up in material, by how much? Do you remember how much the side is up in material? So, the answer to that question is, black is up in material. Black is up in material. But by how much? Black is up in material by two points. Because black is has two extra pawns, and white has no pawns, but a queen and rook, and black has a queen and rook too. We are going to do one more, one more, and it's gonna be really simple, but it's a checkmate pattern that I want everybody to know about. Really simple. So, let's get this started. The black king is on G8. The black king is on G8. The black rook is on B8. The black rook is on B8. White's bishop is on a6. White's bishop is on a6. White's king is on g1. White's pawn is on f2. White's pawn is on g2. White's pawn is on h2. So, you have a few questions. First of all, what color bishop do white have? What color bishop do white have? Is it a dark square bishop or a light square bishop? The answer is, it is definitely a light square bishop. Another question. What move can white check Let me repeat that. What move can white check black's king? What move allow white to check black's king? Well, if white move their bishop to c4 on the a2 to G8 diagonal, then white can check black's king. Last question Can black checkmate white in one move? Can black checkmate white in one move? No, it is not possible for black to checkmate white in one move. Because if we go down to rook b1 check, then white can block with bishop f1, and it is not checkmate. Okay, if you was having trouble with that, please review it because it's only going to get harder and harder and harder and chest visualization usually takes a long time a long time to hone so please keep on practicing keep on doing this and um stay with h1 because we are going to learn about visualizing openings This is the waiting room segment, Chess Jokes by H1. And the joke of today is Man, I thought the castles on the chessboard moved diagonally. Rookie mistake. Thank you for listening. This is our last exercise called Chess Visualization Training of the Opening Moves. This can be important, especially if you're trying to learn different openings, especially if I'm going into a variation that you are learning. But let's get started. So this is what I want you to do. Visualize the starting position. If you've been playing chess for a while now it should become a little bit easier to visualize the starting position since you've probably seen the starting position a lot more a lot more than the average player maybe it was on chess.com maybe it was only chess maybe it was over the board but you know what the starting position looks like. You can't be getting the the king and queen confused. You should know that H1 is a light square. You should know those simple things. But if you don't know, then this might be hard. Okay, follow along with me. Visualize together because it's not just you who's visualizing. You're with a whole band of people that are visualizing with you. Right now, at this second. Let's get to it. Okay, starting position. Let's start with E4. E5. Knight F3. Knight C6. D, four. E takes D, four. Knight takes D, four. Bishop C, five. Knight takes C, six. B takes C, 6. Bishop, D, 3. Okay. This variation, if you made it this far, if you didn't, then repeat. This variation is called the Scotch Game Classical Variation. It's called the Scotch Game Classical Variation. A variation that has been played many times. Even by Magnus Carlsen, Ding Liren, Mama Jarov, Fabiana Caruana. A lot of grandmasters. Okay, let's start another one. Two more to go. Stay with me. D4. D five, C four, E six, Knight C three, C five, C takes D five, E takes d5, knight f3, knight f6, bishop g5, bishop e6, e3, knight c6, bishop e2. Man, if you made it this far, then you should know that you are in the Tarash defense two knights variation. A variation that many people don't really play anymore because there has been more wins with white than with black and people who play this variation with black, uh Yeah. They're risking it all because there has been no wins with black in the Grandmaster level. Okay. One more. Let's continue. F, four. D, five. Knight, F, three. G, six. E, three. Bishop, G, seven. Bishop, E2. Knight, F6. Castle, Kingside. Castle, Kingside. D3. C5. Queen E1. Knight C6. Queen H4. Bishop G4. Knight C3. e6 now this is not all the variations of this opening but this is called the bird opening dutch variation there are a lot more moves but if you follow along this far then you are the bomb literally the bomb even if I didn't do c4 you are the bomb now, we will be going to more in-depth variations, and I will be asking more questions in our visualization training course that we're going to be doing on each season, at least one episode each season. We're going to just be diving into just more knowledge, more stuff, and I'm going to be the first person on the podcast to teach you about openings with your mind, man, man imagine h1 just soaring through different different journeys different heights going into the stars i can touch the stars with my human hands <laughs> yeah i'm i'm crazy okay we got it i'm crazy Hey, this is H1. I'm glad that you can stay here and be here and just be part of this little journey that I'm going to be going into right now, especially since, man, this visualization training test is awesome. It beats everything. I like it. It's pretty dope. I've always enjoyed doing these. And if you like them, then I like them and I will keep on doing it. I can even do it twice a season if you want me. And if you want me to, I can do it twice a season. Just message me on Instagram and I'll be like, okay, let's get started. Let's get to it because I want you to improve and I want you to learn how to play chess with me just talking to you through the podcast, through these episodes. If you can just learn how to play chess through me talking, that'll be dope. I want to do some more interviews and I, I want to get a lot of things set up for the future. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. If you like this, please follow so that you can be notified with future future episodes. I don't want you to be losing out on some information that could be vital for you. Please, 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 (laughs) please stay here. Um, Other than that, I think that's it. So I will see you later and we're going to be running it back sometime soon with another episode. Peace!